Information discussed in this podcast may be sensitive in nature to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Ronald Johnson loved visiting the local casinos near his home in North Dakota. At age 74, he was an avid poker player. Ronald, usually called Ron by those who knew him, had an extended family that he also enjoyed visiting with. Ron was also dealing with some health issues as of late, suffering from diabetes, and he had recently had double bypass surgery. On October 15, 2011, Ron had plans to go visit his son. He was supposed to see his sister in Valley City, North Dakota, on October 16th, and then go to an appointment for a stress test at the Veterans Affairs, the VA hospital in Fargo, North Dakota, on October 17th. After his doctor's appointment, Ron was going to head out to Needles, California, and spend the winter there with his sister. But Ron never showed up. Turns out, Ron never showed up to his son's house, his sister's house, or even his doctor's appointment. When his son showed up to his dad's apartment to look for him, it looked like his dad had left in the middle of packing. There were groceries on the counter and a suitcase on the bed, halfway packed. There would be some surveillance footage of Ron that would surface, but it only seemed to confuse everybody even more. Where is Ronald Johnson? And welcome back to the Where Are They podcast. If you're new here, welcome. Our goal is to share the stories of the missing, mostly the cases that come to us suggested by our listeners. We want to tell the stories that can really benefit from exposure, either because they haven't had any or because new developments might help renew the case in the public eye. Today's story is likely one that you hadn't heard of before, unless maybe you're local in the North Dakota town where it takes place. The sudden and mysterious disappearance of 74-year-old Ron Johnson has baffled family, friends, and law enforcement for 11 years now. I want to give a quick welcome to our newest Patreon member this week, Dan. Thank you so much for your support of our show and our mission. Episode three and four of our Great Smoky Mountain Unsolved Cases is now available over there please go check out those stories. Thank you also to this episode's featured partner, the Fetch app. We'll hear more on them shortly. Please check out the show notes for a link to earn free gift cards. So let's head to the great state of North Dakota and talk about the case of Ronald Lee Johnson. Coverage of Ron's disappearance was very minimal, and even those articles that were published have since mostly been removed. There were also no news coverage clips that I could find, and while that happens sometimes in these low-coverage cases, I can usually at least find one or two. 
There is one small YouTube channel that did a brief clip on Ron. And the channel looks to be newer and can be found under the channel name Adventure Sphere. They are focusing on missing persons, specifically missing persons with vehicles. And the more coverage for these unsolved cases, the better. Ron was 74 years old in 2011. He had recently had double bypass surgery and he was diabetic, but that wasn't stopping Ron from enjoying life. In particular, he loved the outdoors, was an avid poker player, and was a family man who spent much of his time with friends and family. The Disappearance Ron had a busy couple of days planned before he was scheduled to head out to California and spend the winter there with his sister. On October 15th, 2011, Ron was going to head to his son's house in Jamestown, North Dakota, which is about a two and a half hour drive from where Ron lived in Riverdale, North Dakota. The next day, October 16th, Ron was planning on visiting with his sister in Valley City. Valley City would put Ron closer to Fargo, North Dakota, which is where he had an appointment on October 17th. He had plans set up for the 15th, 16th, and 17th. Plans that took him from Riverdale, North Dakota, and would lead him all the way to Fargo, North Dakota, where his appointment was. Ron's appointment was at the VA hospital in Fargo. It was important that he makes this appointment because he was planning on leaving for California soon. But as the minutes ticked by on October 15th, and Ron hadn't showed up to his son's house, his son began to get worried. And since their visit was a casual one, and his son knew that there was a lot Ron would have to be doing before going to California, he just figured that his dad got busy and wasn't able to call him or maybe forgot to call him. It was unusual, and his son was concerned, but he just kept trying to reach his dad. The next day, October 16th, He checked with his aunt in Valley City to see if his dad had contacted her, but she hadn't heard from him or seen him either. His appointment in Fargo was the very next day. Fargo was about a four-hour drive in total from Riverdale, North Dakota, where Ron lived. His son thought for sure he'd see his dad on this day because he'd have to drive through Jamestown, and his dad never missed his VA hospital appointments. But October 17th, 2011, came and went with still no signs of Ron. When Ron's son learned that no one in the family had heard or seen him, in three days, he decided to drive to Riverdale and look for him himself. The Search Ron lived in an apartment in the town of Riverdale, a very small town on the banks of Lake Sakakawea. I'm sure I pronounced that wrong. I'm sorry, that has to be a tough one if you're not local to there, which I am not. When Ron's son arrived at the apartment, he noticed that his father's car, a 1982 gold Cadillac Fleetwood, wasn't there. But he was still able to get inside the apartment, and he was even more confused when he entered. His father wasn't there, but there were groceries and food on the counter and a suitcase that was half-packed. There were items laying around, and it looked like someone had been in the middle of packing 
and preparing for this trip when something interrupted them. Of course, Ron's son was now very alarmed and reported his father missing to authorities. The search for Ron began right away. Different agencies came out and hit the ground looking for Ron. A bolo, which is a be on the lookout, was put out on his car so other officers in nearby towns could be looking for the car as well. Now, search details are scarce, but we know that authorities searched around Riverdale and the Civil Air Patrol did come out and conduct air searches. It was said that they did do some water searches, but they haven't specifically said where or how many. Details are definitely limited. I think that Lake Sakakawea could be a primary focus since Riverdale sits right on the banks. The Missouri River also runs nearby. Ron's children also drove back and forth the route that Ron would have likely taken from his home to their homes. They were concerned that maybe he had a car accident and was off the road somewhere needing help. But there was no Ron. A few days later, authorities were finally able to review Ron's bank records and saw that his debit card was used on October 16th, the day after he was supposed to be at his son's house. And it was used at the Four Bears Casino and Lodge in Newtown, North Dakota. Now, first, everyone is really confused because while Ron is known to be a gambler and he does like to play poker... He was supposed to be spending these few days with family and then going to a doctor's appointment. And someone who stayed in regular contact with the family had never called anyone and told anyone that he was thinking of changing his plans. Also, Newtown, where the casino is, is an hour and a half from Riverdale, where Ron lived. And it's an hour and a half in the opposite direction than he should have been headed, which was towards Fargo, North Dakota. Authorities take a ride up to the casino and ask to review the surveillance footage. Thanks to the banking information, they knew exactly where and when Ron or someone used the debit card. And sure enough, as they were reviewing the CCTV, they see Ron using his card at an ATM in the casino in the very early morning hours of October 16th. Family at this point didn't know if they should be relieved or even more worried. While it appeared that Ron was okay in using his card, possibly to get more money to gamble, he was at a casino, everyone was wondering why they hadn't heard from him and why he didn't show up to any of the places that he was supposed to. There's also the odd detail of how his apartment was left. His son was adamant that it looked like someone left in a hurry and left everything still strewn about, even food still on the counter. Unfortunately for the investigation, however, there were no more charges on his card after that and no more sightings at all of Ron or his gold Cadillac Fleetwood. Before we take a look at the area of Newtown, North Dakota, and the theories in this case... Let's have a quick word from today's partner, the Fetch app. The Fetch Rewards app is a no-brainer, an app that rewards you for doing the shopping you already do. Simply download the free app, scan your everyday receipts, and earn points that you can redeem for gift cards. 
You can scan grocery store, restaurant, even hardware store receipts. And the best part, you can also set up to automatically scan e-receipts that come into your email. What kind of gift cards can you earn? Airline gift cards, Starbucks cards, Airbnb, Amazon, retail stores like Nike, Adidas, and Cabela's, and even restaurants like Dave & Buster's, Chili's, and IHOP, just to name a few. Or use your points for a gift card for services like Hulu Plus or Instacart. It's super easy, folks, and if you use our link in the notes, you will receive up to 4,000 bonus points just for downloading the app today and scanning your first receipt. Remember, supporting our partners helps support the show. And really, who doesn't love free money? Again, you'll find the link in our show notes. Newtown, North Dakota. Ron was officially listed as missing from Newtown, North Dakota, because that was the last place anyone can confirm him to be. He was seen during the very early morning hours of October 16th, 2011, meaning he likely went there on October 15th, instead of driving the opposite way to his son's house, as was the original plan. Newtown is about an hour and a half from Riverdale and also sits on the edge of Lake Sakakuia. It's on the opposite side of the lake, and the route seems to be pretty rural. It doesn't really pass through any major cities or towns. The population of Newtown was just over 2,700 residents at the time of the 2020 census, making it the 18th largest city in North Dakota. In 2011, when Ron disappeared, the population was even less than that. Now, to me, that's still a pretty small town. But I guess if you're in North Dakota, it really isn't. So that might help paint a picture of a state with a lot of rural land, less people, lots of waterways, and a lot of wildlife and park areas. According to their website, Newtown is known for its hunting and fishing spots and the Four Bears Casino and Lodge. The scenery there is said to be beautiful and very peaceful, and people go there often to enjoy the lake and just to get away. Newtown is also part of the Fort Berthold Reservation. The reservation consisted of three tribes that would combine into a group which is now simply called Three Affiliated Tribes. So this reservation as of the year 2000, had a population of around 5,900 people living on a land area of over 1.3 million square miles. This is a vast and large place with not a big population. The Four Bears Casino is a big draw for Newtown, bringing in visitors and tourism to that area. It was built in 1993 and is still owned and operated by the reservation. Now, when someone goes missing along with their vehicle, I always think about waterways or water. Could Ron and his car have ended up in the water, either by accident, on purpose, or foul play? A variety of different ways it could happen, but it can explain why the person is missing along with their vehicle. 
There aren't a lot of different routes that you can take from Riverdale to Newtown. So the one he most likely took is Route 83 and Route 23. Looking at Google Maps, when leaving Newtown, the road doesn't really come to any water until you turn from Route 23 back to Route 83. Once you're on that highway, there are at least five smaller ponds that run right along the road or even right under it. Then the route continues on and takes you over a much larger bridge, a bridge that crosses the lake to take you to the other side where Riverdale is located. Now, these five small ponds could be something that needs checked out, but I do want to mention they are very, very small. However, by the looks of this road, it doesn't look like it's heavily traveled, and if someone were to crash into one of these ponds, especially in the really early morning hours, it's possible that nobody would have seen or witnessed it. The main bridge over the lake does have a short guardrail on one side and railroad tracks on the other side. Now the railroad tracks run right up against the road and right up against the water. Literally is in between the road and the water. I was able to pull up a Google image from back in 2008 and the guardrail was still there. It all looked exactly the same as it does now. If someone had gone over the guardrail or crashed, would there be evidence of that? I don't know. It's also possible that on the railroad side, you could easily crash your car going over the railroad tracks right into the water. We know that Ron was in Newtown, and I guess the tricky part in the search and investigation is trying to figure out where he went from there. And that's certainly tough for family and law enforcement because Ron shouldn't have been in Newtown to begin with. So how do you track his movements that night and that early morning? It's all going to simply be guesswork. No one can figure out why he was even there. Possibilities. Okay, so let's look at some possibilities here. Let's start with the water theory since we already kind of touched on that. He was last seen in the early morning hours at a casino. If he had been up all night gambling and then attempted to drive home, he might have been tired and exhausted. We also know that Ron is diabetic. And we can't be sure how well he was taking care of himself that day. His behavior was definitely odd. If he drove home and fell asleep at the wheel or had a medical emergency, could he have crashed? The fact that he and his vehicle haven't been found yet does lead many to wonder if he ended up in the water. Certainly, this could be a good case for Adventures with Purpose to look into. Second, did he run off and want to start a fresh life somewhere new? No one really thinks this. However, the fact that he had made a bunch of plans with family and then abandoned them seemingly at the last minute does make you wonder. And the fact that he never called any of them to check in or tell them that he was changing his mind. It seems an odd thing for him to do. And he didn't really have any reason, though, to want to get away, at least a reason that we know of. 
maybe Ron had found himself in some trouble, maybe with the gambling, and he didn't want to put his family at risk, or he had to get away. Ron's bank accounts were never touched after that day. He didn't take his medications with him, and his social security number has never popped up in use anywhere since he vanished. Lastly, could Ron have met with foul play, possibly in relation again to the gambling theory, or maybe there's something else going on that we don't even know about? Perhaps a robbery or a motive that family and law enforcement hasn't uncovered yet. I definitely think there could be other theories as well, but with the little bit of information we do have, we really shouldn't rule anything out. So, I'm curious. What do you think could have happened to Ron Johnson back in October of 2011? Ron is described as a Caucasian male standing about 5 foot 11 inches tall and weighing around 220 pounds when he was last seen. He was 74 years old and would today be 85. Ron has gray hair and blue eyes and usually, almost always, wears his prescription glasses. He did have a mustache when he was last seen at the Four Bears Casino in Newtown, North Dakota. Ron's gold four-door 1982 Cadillac Fleetwood with North Dakota license plates is also missing. Anyone with any information on the whereabouts of Ron Johnson and or his vehicle is asked to call the McLean County Sheriff's Department at 701 462-8103. Thank you so much for listening to Ron's story today. Again, not a ton of coverage was done on Ron's case, so sharing his name and his story can really help him get the attention he needs. I also mentioned Adventures with Purpose, and I've mentioned them before. They do great volunteer work in searching for missing vehicles and people in the water. They use their sonar equipment, and they have a team of experienced divers. Go check them out on YouTube and support their mission also. Another awesome diver and sonar search YouTuber is Exploring with Nug. I encourage you to check him out and give him a follow too. These people are all doing great things in searching for these missing persons, and they do it for families and law enforcement completely free of charge. Of course, make sure you are following us on YouTube also and your social media of choice. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you have any case suggestions or feedback for us, please send me an email at canwefindthem at gmail.com or hit me up on social media. A big thank you once again to our partner, the Fetch app, Their link will be in the show notes. Give them a try and earn some free gift cards for yourself. I've been using them for a couple of years now and have earned several gift cards. I usually redeem them for Amazon gift cards, but there are hundreds that you can choose from. You can also support us over on Patreon and get some bonus episodes and content. Membership is just $3 a month, and it goes a long way to helping us and our charity partners along the way. Thank you again so much for listening to Ron's story. His family still anxiously wants answers, and 11 years is too long for them to have gone not knowing where Ron is. Let's help spread the word on his case and help bring Ron home. We will be back again soon with another Unsolved Missing Person episode. 
And until then, stay safe and hug your loved ones.